This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hey, hey there. Welcome back to the How She Did That podcast. Did you know that you have your own money personality? We all approach money differently. And just like understanding your Colby A or Strength Finders or Myers-Briggs, understanding your money personality can help you embrace who you are and grow into an even better version of yourself. Plus, who doesn't love a good personality test? Am I right? (laughs) And this one is so good. I brought in my friend, Emily King, who is an amazing wealth and abundance coach for entrepreneurial women and the founder of the Rich Woman Signature Coaching Program. The money personality test Emily is going to walk us through identifies your top three money personality traits so that you know exactly what your strengths and weaknesses are when it comes to money. So let's go ask Emily how she uses money personalities to get more comfortable with her wealth. my friend. It is so good to see your face because, you know, we're, we're able to see each other, even though this is a podcast and I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so excited. I just love you <laughs> And we haven't talked in like quite a while. So this is great. So yeah. for those of you who are like all of a sudden, they're probably like, okay, who is this Emily that like Tasha's gushing over already? Please <laughs> tell us more about who you are and what you do. Yeah. So Emily King and, um, I'm a wealth and abundance coach. So I've been helping women entrepreneurs with their money mindset since 2015. And it's my jam. I just love helping people let making money be simpler, easier, and in a completely aligned way with how you want to grow your business. Oh, and I love that. And I have done, well, first of all, I've worked with you in lots of capacities and we were in, um, you were the mindset coach for one of my programs before. And so it's been great just like hearing how you talk about money, because I think that this money can be a hard topic for so many people and especially women and how, you know, how we're brought up about money and everything. So learning even on my own journey, which we'll talk about later, like just learning more about how you perceive money and its value and its worth and what it means and everything has been so helpful in my own journey. So uh, we are talking about money personalities today. And the first question I'm going to ask you is what the heck is a money personality? <laughs> well, I, and I love how you're asking, or like, we're talking about this because I, I feel like you die for uh, like, you love a personality <laughs> test. Like, well, I, I do like, Enneagram and I'm this and I'm that. I'm like, okay, Tasha loves a good personality test. <laughs> yes, I totally do. <laughs> so money. So when I love about money personality is it's like your unique money code, if you will, like how your how you interact with money, what you naturally default to, what you naturally like default away from. Mm-hmm. So just like anything, like I remember when I first heard about Myers Briggs, I was like, what do you mean? Like some people are extroverts and actually like to go out. <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> everyone are these love people? It? Right. <laughs> so it makes us so much more understanding of everyone's like way that they interact and use money. 
Yeah. I love this because anytime I take another personality test, it gives me permission to be myself. Like it, it validates the fact that like, oh, I'm not weird. I'm not crazy. I'm just like an ENFP or like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just yeah. who I am. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's what I like. That's why I ended up getting certified in this because I remember taking the quiz and being like, oh my God, my clients need this. I need to share more of this with the world. Like more people need to know that you don't need to feel ashamed if you love to go shopping mm-hmm. or if you have zero dollars of savings, like that's the way you're like wired. So why are you like slightly differently? Like to, or not even why are you differently, but just let's, let's instill some habits or like different things for you that are going to work for you that might not work for somebody else. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the eight personalities. And then we're going to talk about like what we do after we know what our money personality is. Um, the first one is ruler. Yes. So ruler, high level, kind of, I'll go high level on all these. Mm-hmm. It's ruler is that inner empire builder. So they love to grow. They love seeing the numbers like grow and grow. And they typically get a lot of satisfaction from the numbers as validation of their success. Mm. I love that. So yeah, yeah. I'm a ruler. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yeah. 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 And if we want to just like briefly touch on the challenge and, and there's like, and I say challenge, this is not like there's, well, I should, I should start by saying this. There's no one personality that's better than another. Mm-hmm. Cause I have some people being like, oh, I'm a celebrity. I wish I wasn't that way. I was, wish I, whatever. Right. No, no, no. Right. They're all good, but there's different challenges. So I will say with the ruler, one of the challenges, at least I experience is not stopping to smell the roses. Cause it's like yeah. next, like the continuous moving target. Mm-hmm. So I have to be careful just to be like, okay, I did this. Let me take a deep breath, congratulate myself, celebrate, and then let's move on to next bigger things. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Okay. Accumulator is the next one. Accumulator. They, they're the inner banker. They love to save. They get so much pleasure out of like looking at, they're like, they're, you know, what, what was his name in the cartoon? Like Scrooge McDuck or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if they could sit on the stacks of cash and just like hug it all day, they would. So the, 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 that's amazing to like get great pleasure. And they're like, they're so good with their money. But as business owners, it can be challenging for accumulators to invest in themselves because mm-hmm. they're so in their heads of like, if I spend this and is it going to be a waste of money? And they're just like so stressed about spending cash that it can actually slow down their business growth. I had a friend um, that I used to do theater with. And I even like that from that brief description, I already know that he would be an accumulator because literally in between, like we would have a three show day on Saturdays and in between shows, he would like go into his bank account and like transfer a dollar or even like 50 cents into savings. Cause he'd be just like, I don't need it. I could put it into savings. No. I'd be like, what? Oh <laughs> okay. <laughs> Connector is the next one. <laughs> yeah. So they're the inner relationship uh, creator. So they're that person who naturally like loves networking is that person that knows everyone. So that's amazing in business where it's just like, they have a big network of people. They love connecting. They love helping, but where they can come up with a bit of a challenge is everybody's their quote unquote friend. Mm-hmm. So they can feel awkward for charging or like, let me just do it for free. And like that kind of thing. We're like, everyone's my friend and I just want to help the world. So they got to uh, be careful of that. <laughs> oh, I feel like some virtual support pros fall into that because we're naturally helpers. And so right. that can be a big challenge in terms of like, well, I, you know, this comes like what I hear in the virtual support space is like, I feel bad charging X, Y, Z because it comes easy for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Alchemy. 
Alchemist. So I love, I'm not an alchemist, but I love alchemists because they are like the idea, idea generators and they just want to save the world. And like to the most extreme of an alchemist, like money does not matter at all. In fact, they kind of wish money didn't exist, Mm -hmm. but like this whole money thing just gets in the way of me helping and serving the world. And they're that person that wakes up every day with like a new business idea and like, let me go do this thing. Let me go do that thing. So the challenge for alchemists is kind of twofold is one is to realize that money can actually help you change the world more powerfully. Mm -hmm. And two is to really see your ideas through to the end. Not that like, that's to say, if you're going on something that feels crappy, like you have to go see it through the end. But for the most part, alchemists tend to jump from thing to thing. And so really valuing their ideas and really seeing it through and getting support from people, maybe like on your team, it'd be good to have, or not your team, but just generally speaking, somebody is an alchemist. It'd be good to bring on an accumulator because they're really good with money. So they'd be like, all right, let's make sure we get paid for this idea, right? So really balancing your team and your business. So you have the different money personalities that support each other really well. I love that. And I already know that I am not an accumulator, which is why I always have a CFO because they (laughs) need to tell me to like stop spending money. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. Maverick. Maverick is the inner rebel with a cause. Mm -hmm. So they love a good risk uh, taking in their, in their business and or life. So that's what I'm, I'm a Maverick. So with these, with these personalities, we typically go by your top three. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like your the place that you focus on. So I mentioned I'm a ruler, I'm a maverick. I'm actually an accumulator as well, but maverick suits me well because I love real estate investment. So Ooh. it's like high risk, high reward kind of thing, right? Yeah. So we love a good financial challenge. We love to seek new and innovative ways to make money. But where the maverick can go astray is if they put their like life savings, perhaps, maybe not to that extreme, but like at right. Jeopardy because they're like, I want to go do this thing. And like, let me just spend my money. And then they find themselves at zero and they're like, Oh dear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that didn't work out so Oops. well. Yeah. In business, I find that I love to keep things new and fresh that doing the tried and true seems so boring to me. Mm-hmm. So like if I have a system or something that's working or a course that's working, all of a sudden I'd be like, let me just stop that. And let me start a new thing. And I'm like, no, Emily, like it's working. Stay with <laughs> it. Let the money be easy. So like, Sometimes we can let money making be more difficult than it needs to be. Yeah. See, in Colby A, we call people like you systems breakers because you have have a system and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I don't like that system anymore. Like, let's try this. Exactly. (laughs) Like one of my biggest things that I'm so proud of this year is I relaunched a signature course of mine and every year I change it. I'm like, let me just tweak this. And then like (laughs) weeks later, it's a completely new course. And this was the first year where I like didn't touch a thing. And I'm like, Like, hallelujah, I did it. Love it. Okay, we got three more. Celebrity. Celebrity is that inner big shot. So they love to be in the spotlight. Um, They are great at being that that influencer, for like lack of better words, like that shining spotlight, that person that people aspire to be like, but they love to spend money. Like they love the flashy things. They love the cars, the house, the whatever. And there's nothing bad with that. But what the celebrity can do is a bit of like when they get into their challenges, a bit of the keeping up with the Joneses where it's like, I want to be in the spotlight. I want to be seen, but like, let me go buy this thing or go on this trip or whatever. And like, get my bank account down to zero. I don't care. Cause like, I just want to be this like flashy, you know, right. person. 
Right. I think so, celebrity is probably in my, one of my top three. I feel like. Yeah, like you, you love a good treat, right? Like, I do love a good treat. <laughs> and I love it. I love seeing yourself on like your personal Facebook where you're like, look what I bought. I'm like, yes, Asha. Yeah. Um, nurturer. Nurturer is that like inner caretaker where they're actually, they're pretty good with their money, but they can, they can easily allow other people to take advantage of them. So be, they'll be that first person that people go to when they need, you know, mm-hmm. to help with their rent or whatever. In business circumstances, nurturers really got to be careful of boundaries. Boundaries can feel really challenging for nurturers where they're like, I just want to help people. And, you know, this feels so good. So, so like they might not be charging what they really want to. They might be going overtime on different tasks and not, you know, not filling it out all sorts of like boundary things. So like nurturers, the biggest thing for them is boundaries and it can make a world of a difference in their business. Oh, I love this. And for people listening right now, I think we have a lot of virtual support pros who are actually probably in nurture as well. So definitely make sure we talk about boundaries ad nauseum all the time around here. (laughs) And it's because, you know, you have this helpful personality where you want to help people. You want to see them succeed. You don't want to feel like you're failing people if they need you. Um, And, you know, that that can be a boundary issue because sometimes people get taken advantage of because of that, just like you said, so. Totally. Yeah. Oh, hey there. Can I interrupt this amazing episode for just one second? I want you to listen up right now, especially if you've done it. You've built a successful and booming business, and now you're ready to take it to the next step and start or grow an agency. An agency model business can be a great way to increase your income and impact without adding more implementation work to your plate. But without the right support, systems, and team, it can definitely feel overwhelming and crash and burn. That's why I created the Agency Thrive Mind, a supportive group coaching program for agency owners. Imagine being in a supportive space where your fellow members and coaches get you, are rooting for you, and are there to help you during the ups and sometimes downs of building this new level of your success. Ready to hear more? I can't wait to share it. Head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash ThriveMind for all of the info. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash ThriveMind. Okay, and then we have romantic. So the romantics, I love the romantic. My best friend is romantic and I'm not. And romantics are the people out there who just really, truly appreciate and love money. And a classic sign of a romantic is when they say, I deserve it. Oh, yep. <laughs> Okay, that is totally me. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said like before you hit like, like, Tasha, I think you're romantic. Yeah. Like a good friend of mine, you know, it's like that classic, like, well, like why work if you're not going to like enjoy the money, you know, like, yes, life is now, like you could die tomorrow. Like, let's go and enjoy this. So that is such a beautiful quality that I really admire about the romantics is they just truly love the pleasure of money and what it can do for them in their life and other people's lives. However, it's like, Romantics really need to get some systems in place, maybe some automation, whether it be investments that are automated and that kind of thing that automates their savings, because it'll be one of the most boring, like lamest things that they will. It's like cringeworthy for a romantic to think about saving. Yes. You just (laughs) described me to a T and yes, that is, that has to be my top one. I cannot wait to take this test because yes (laughs) to all of it, (laughs) but yeah, I, and it's so funny that you talk about the automating because that's actually what has worked the most for me. I actually Mm -hmm. literally like 
probably have like six different ways that I save money. And I'm basically like, I do that because I hide it from myself. So I have one of those that like rounds up to every dollar, you know, that you spend and like puts it in and everything. And then one that like automatically takes like $500 every paycheck out and puts it away, you know? So and like invest it for me. And I do that because like, if it's just like, oh, Tasha, you need to like take this and put it into your savings account. I'm like, I would want rather watch paint dry. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it has to be automated and it has to be like an out of sight, out of mind kind of thing for me. And that has made my savings grow more than like any other strategy that I've ever implemented. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not to say romantics are bad at savings, but here's where they can go astray is if there's something they need, like a down payment on a house or whatever, or, you know, money for a trip, they'll get some momentum behind it to save up for it. But as soon as they save up for it and spend it, they're back to zero again. Mm -hmm. Right. So having that automation of like, I'm just going to have the savings account or have my retirement or whatever it is, like all automated. And like, like you said, out of sight, out of mind is like perfect for romantics. Uh, I love that. Okay. So now that we know what the eight money personalities are, like, what do we do with that information? Once we have either taken this test or even just like in listening to this self-identified in terms of, you know, what money personality we are, like when we know the, you know, the pitfalls as well as the things that make us like special and unique in it, what can we do Mm -hmm. with that? Well, you kind of alluded, alluded to it earlier at the top of the podcast, where it's like, essentially, once you know yourself better, we can stop like shaming ourselves Mm -hmm. of like. So for example, in your case where you're probably the romantic, you know, somebody can easily shame themselves if they're comparing themselves against, you know, an accumulator who easily can save up tens of thousands of dollars. Be like, why are, why do they have so much money? And why are, you know, why am I always like struggling to pay off my credit card bills? Mm -hmm. So it's just really the acceptance of like, this is the way I'm wired. And because of this now, like ABC is what I'm naturally going to like be challenged by. So in knowing that I can, like we talked about earlier, like the romantic. So knowing if you're romantic, automation is going to work brilliant for you. Mm-hmm. As an accumulator, I'm not going to need that. I'm going to naturally, like your friend in, in theater, right. like they're going to go to their bank account and transfer like 50 cents if they can, <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's really like taking the shame, the guilt, the sh- I should be a certain way off of money and just being like, this is the way I am. I'm really like loving it. Cause like I said earlier about the romantic again, like I love that romantics have so much fun with money mm-hmm. and it just makes us so much more understanding and less uh, of each other and less comparative. Like, like, like I said, my friend, she's so, she has so much pleasure with money. And so when, when people do this test, I say to people, cause it's obviously you want to dive into your archetype and be mm-hmm. like, oh, what's mine all about. But what I say to clients is like, go look at all of them because in understanding all of them, it helps you relate to people easier. So even in romantic relationships, like my husband and I actually have complete opposites. Mm-hmm. So me being the maverick and taking the real estate investments and like running with that, he is maverick is his last. And so I used to take it personally and be like, why doesn't he support me with these decisions of like my dreams to go have real estate investments and all this kind of fun stuff? Like, why is he like, it almost felt like the negative Nelly, right? Like, why is he always on me? Like, can we do this? Blah, blah, blah. And once I was like, okay, he's complete opposite of maverick. So he's going to need the facts. Mm-hmm. He's going to need me to sit down. And this is not out of, he doesn't support me. This is just the way he's wired. I need to sit down and be like, okay, here's the numbers. Here's how it can happen. Here's the potential with it. And here's what we can make off of it. Yeah. Then he can get on board. He needs to see the facts and not have like basically this red alarm going off of like risk, 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 risk. Like, just yeah. like okay, this is all good. So yeah, to summarize, it helps you be compassionate towards yourself, towards others. And just really makes you get into a great relationship with money. 
I love that. I love that so much. And for people who are like, I need to take this test, like me, basically, <laughs> can we take it with you? Like, how, do, how does that work in terms of it? So what I did was I created a super inexpensive whole like course on it. Uh, it's tw- I believe it's 27 bucks. So if they just go to themoneycode.ca, Okay. Um, you can buy it there. So you get the quiz, you get all the results. And then there's a bunch of trainings in there on basically what to do with it. And then even some cool, like visualization, meditation type stuff to really connect with money and release any like shame, any guilt, and really get into this amazing, positive relationship with it. That's amazing. Thank you so much for that. Okay. So I am asking a question for all of our season six guests. And the question is, how do you work daily on improving as a leader in this space? I work daily on that. I love this question. I said to you earlier, I'm like, <laughs> how do I do that daily? You know, I think the best thing, thing that we can do, like this might not be the most like obvious answer, but really connection with, I love connecting with so like as many people as I can mm-hmm. from all walks of life, because I feel the more we connect with each other, the more, the more insight we can gain, the more understanding we can gain, the more... I don't know, it just creates this, this sea of like camaraderie and I don't know. It just, it just, I feel like it builds everyone up together when we don't feel like one of us is on a pedestal and I don't know, mm-hmm. that, that's how I do it is I just love connection and feeling like I'm making a difference. And like, even just yesterday, I chatted with a woman who's an immigrant in Canada and she started up a business and she's all about giving back to immigrants who are, mm-hmm. are also coming to Canada And like, I just love that I made a connection. And now I'm going to have her featured as like an interview to inspire other women entrepreneurs who are coming to Canada as immigrants to also start their business and not let like the red tape get in their way of their dreams, that kind of stuff. So for me, it's connection, connection with other amazing women. Amazing. And I totally agree with you, you know, that I am a huge proponent of coffee chats. And so, you know, that's my way to connect and just learn each other's stories because I think it, it creates such a richness in, in our world and also gives you diversity of thought as well, you know, which I think improves us all as leaders. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I was so inspired and lit up after talking to that woman yesterday. I was just like, like, I cannot wait to like make more of an impact with my business. And now I'm going to do a workshop with with her team and um, do some volunteer work with, with immigrants coming in and help them start their own businesses. And like, it's just, it just that one conversation has led like to this big wide open door of possibility and, and fun uh, contribution back to the women entrepreneurs here locally. So good. So good. Okay. Before I let you go, can you tell us where we can connect with you and find you online? Yeah. So the best place is Instagram. So uh, find me at Emily King co as in coach. And uh, like I said, if you want to check out the money code, just hit up the money and make sure to send me a message. I always say whenever I go on podcasts, I'm like, DM me. I actually like, <laughs> I read it and I like hearing from people. So like, send me a message. Let me know what you took away from this. Let me know if there's anything I can help you with, whoever's listening. And uh, I'm, I'm happy to help and support you. Love that. Thank you. And we'll have all of that in the show notes at TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast. So thank you so much for being here. It was so good chatting with you and connecting with you. Thank you. Pleasure. It's been all mine. There are three things I know a lot about launching, growing an agency and musical theater. If you're starting or growing a done for you service agency, then I definitely want you to check out the agency Thrive Mind. This is the program for Dunfuse service agency owners looking for support and accountability. Inside of ThriveMind, you'll have access to both one-on-one and group coaching, 
a smaller accountability pod cheering you on, a resource library full of templates and trainings, monthly group mindset coaching, guest expert trainings, and so much more. Head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash ThriveMind for all the details. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash ThriveMind. Until next time, remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward because you are doing a great job.